Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put him viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. It's been a while. COVID, Baton Rouge, we there. Yeah, I'm sick of coronavirus. I'd say we keep this light on the coronavirus only when necessary. No, Louisiana's opening back up tomorrow. We're getting a little uh, premature pot evasion. You know, Boston John Bell Edwards getting within, uh, I'd probably say we're about seven foot here. I'd say George Mirason. I'd say podcast platinum is considered essential work. The people need this in their ears. And since we dropped Craig, we can be essential. Exactly. Just bought some FR clothes this week. You know, I had to re-up on that car heart. Oh, yeah? No free ads. Yeah. All right. Cool, dude. <laughs> so, Al, one of the things that I think we got to talk about is the other day was our lawyer's birthday. Yes, it was. Chrissy Two Chins, our lawyer. We got him a very special gift, and he hasn't acknowledged it yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite frankly disrespectful. I don't know if he even. Do you think he even saw it? Malori, He's responded to texts. Malori had to have seen it, right? Because she's more of a uh, Instagram person than Chris is. Well, you can click your thing and see who's seen it. That is true. I could. Mm, I don't know if you can nah, do that now that it's gone. Retroactive, yeah. Shit. Oh well. Fuck you, Chris, for not acknowledging our hard work and all your friends' hard work. Well, that's par for the course for Chris. I was going to get to this later, um, but Chris, you know, it was also Mother's Day since we last potted. Chris is notorious for getting his bride, a.k.a. his partner, just absolutely nothing. Like, for Christmas one year, he was going to give her a, a homemade stool. He never finished sanding it or you know, doing whatever you needed to do. He's, that was probably about five years ago. He's still never given her this, this stool. Like, you know, he's notorious, bad gift giving, not nothing for Valentine's day, Valentine's day, nothing for birthdays, little for Christmas, nothing. So I go, you know, with mother's day coming up, I know how you, you do it for your bride. What do you do for your mom? Chris responds, that's an easy one. My birthday is always that same weekend, so, you know, that negates me having to give a gift for Wait, what? Yes. So his his thought process is part of her present to him is to not expect anything for Mother's Day. Like, I think Chris is saying, I don't get you anything, you don't have to get me anything, but knowing full well his mom is going to get him a birthday gift, he's just a shithead. So... But you got to give it to Chris. He sets a low, low baseline that, you know, he never has to exceed that. And when he does, he looks good. Yeah, but something's got to eventually blow up in Chris's face here. Like if they ever have a kid or that Rex gets a brother or sister, it'd be awesome if their birthday was right on around Chris's. And then Malori gives him the same feedback of, oh, no. It's the kid's birthday, not yours. Out Chris Chris. 
Exactly. Like the worst absolute, if Chris had a kid, the absolute worst time for it to be born was like no, nowhere around his birthday or nowhere around major holidays. Just like what is the most unspecial birthday? T- probably August, probably, I don't know, August 22nd, somewhere around there. <laughs> so, you know, that, that I guess that's Chris's worst nightmare. But, yeah, I asked him that, and, you know, I figured I'd bring that up just so, uh, you know, it was Mother's Day. We were talking about Chris's bad gifts. So we both, you know, it was also her birthday month oh, uh, yeah. in April. You know, Fat Craig's birthday, Harley's birthday, my birthday. I think Shane, uh, li- listener, viewer of the pod, I think his birthday somewhere in April. Bobo. Bob, 420, who could forget that? Bob and Hitler, born on the same day. We're not conspiracy guys. We're just connect dot guys. Um, yeah. So, what would you end up doing for your birthday? I know you you were having to work, so I think you said you were getting some margs from uh, Superior. How did the rest of your night turn out? Did we cover this already? I don't think we have. I don't. I don't. I don't think we have. So, I ended up, you know, going to Superior, taking some uh, happy hour. So they got happy hour from like four thirty to maybe six thirty or something like that. So the uh, large margs. We're at small margs prices, so I guess it saves you about four, three or four dollars somewhere in that range. So I go to the drive-through, and I'm thinking, you know what? I need to get me some margs. Love Louisiana. I love that you can get to go alcohol pretty much anywhere. It's probably the best perk of living in Louisiana, besides just having parishes, because we're the only ones to ever do that. And I ordered two large margs on the rocks. And, uh, I, you know, I'm in the Denali in the On truck. the rocks, not frozen? No, I don't do frozen. I mean, this is going to be a long car ride. You love, you know, Coconut Willie's Heisenberg. I figured you go frozen, travel better. I, I don't trust the frozen. What do you mean by that? I feel like the, the, you, there's no way they can get as much alcohol in the frozen as they can the other Because of the uh, more ice? You think it's more I, ice? I, th- I think there's got to be some, there's got to be something funny with the ice scenario. Like, one of the per- people at work said they go at half frozen half regular but say no ice in the regular so they think they're gaming the system with getting more tequila and still keeping the temperature down i just don't i just don't know if that works that's way too complicated in order to expect it to be right well i mean you're gonna know if it's right or not pretty quick because you're gonna either have ice in it or and or not have ice in it so ice is a dead indicator on this just ask for an extra shot fuck it if you're that worried about it Although, when you're already ordering like a $10 margarita, I guess you don't. Yeah, you, you try to game the system a little bit. Superior does some very good margaritas. They're pretty fucking, uh, pretty dope-ass margaritas. But again, you know, I get four of them. I'm in the truck. I got four cup holder kind of things within my reach. Stick one in as I'm putting it down. I see my wife's earring that I guess she had took it off. That was the the point of the earring was sticking straight up and of course it momentum fucking science i just couldn't stop myself you know i was doing a little tricep press to put that in there and now i got a fucking earring stuck to the bottom of my fucking full ass margarita and if it was frozen it probably would have moved slower out of the thing i didn't think about that yeah that would have been smart viscosity bitch that is true. Um, solids. That, that's like the four. The frozen margarita is like the fifth state of matter. So we can. So we can. I guarantee that could be a shirt for fucking basic <laughs> bitches on their birthday. 
<laughs> it's way too. It's slightly a little too smart, but it's got a crowd. Oh, like the party girl at Cornell would have that shirt. Oh, like the honors college LSU girls. Oh, they'd be all over. That oh yeah, one. sell that to Five Mu. Boom, fucking book our next Carnival cruise for twenty seven dollars. Hey, actually, I heard they're booking pretty hard now that they're lifting. Uh, Speaking of which, hold me this. We got to make our uh, let them play neck uh, shirt. Yeah, we, I've been yeah, I've been lacking on that. that. So. Anyway, I, I guess I have to be really embarrassing. I'm just hanging out, and the guy walks back up. He's like, hey, what's up? I was like, hey, look, um, kind of stuck a earring in the bottom of this one. And he looks at it. He's like, well, what happens if you take it out? I was like, Margarita's coming out. He goes, are you sure? I said, yeah, hold that thought. Pulled it out. Why would you wait until he gave you another cup or something? Because he fucking challenged me. He wasn't going <laughs> to give me another cup. You could have challenged it with another cup. No, but he were was, you asking him for a cup or were you asking, asking him for, for a, a completely cu- new one? A cup. Well, then tell the, that guy should. Well, he's go got to walk no- all the way back inside. Oh, uh, come dude, on, it's Corona, dude. You can't expect that much. Lazy ass. So, I, it's clearly shooting out now. Of course, I try to catch it in my mouth, and as soon as he walks away, I put my finger over it and plug the dam. It, you know, it doesn't leak. So, what the guy end up saying? Uh, he's like, "Oh, okay," and one got me another cup. And you're sitting there trying to drink it. Like, no, uh, I mean, I just had my finger over it. It wasn't leaking that bad. There's okay. not there's not much head pressure on a margarita. So, I mean, it's not... You know, it wasn't little, slippery with wet. A little wet. finger can can plug that right up. All right. So, anyway, brought brought that back home. Got the wife nice and uh, lit on some margaritas. Got myself nice and lit on margaritas. Had some Mexican food and, uh, you know, had a good night went to sleep. All right. How was your birthday? Uh, It was pretty good. We just chilled at the house. Made some steaks and whatnot. Oh yeah, what kind uh, of cut? I don't, I don't get get into that. We just bought some fucking steaks from the grocery store. You don't know if they were like ribeyes or porterhouses or New York strips or sirloins, flank steak. It was a it was the a cuts New, of meat. New York strip style cut. Okay, there you go. I don't know. Uh, you know, got some gifts. You know, anytime you get. Open up a, a card and see some acid. You know, that's, you got some good birthday gifts. I'll just leave it at that. You know, got to... What kind of friends do you have? Hey, good ones. Uh, it's some Silk Road shit. Yeah, so that was that was pretty good. And uh, and then I saw my parents like a couple weeks later. Uh, You've seen your parents a couple times, right? I think twice. I think for Easter and then for, for Mother's Day. So, you're not going over to your uh, Butch's house, dad's house? No, uh-uh. the, he's high risk and my grandma's high risk. So. I thought your sister went over to dad's yeah, house. Yeah, they weren't happy about that. <laughs> but, I mean, once she infiltrated, everything went fine. So Friend of the podcast, our, our lawyer in training, when Chris you know gets retribution and gets killed for never giving out gifts... Uh, his dad won't let him come home. <laughs> but that's who Chris is? It's, oh, oh, it's fate on sight. Dr. Hans... Uh, well, I wouldn't let Eric come back home either. He's being a real brat, as I hear. Yeah, sources say. Sources say he's too pussy to even sell somebody 5K in your ass, bitch. <laughs> I just told the whole world that, Eric. What's up with you? Yeah, so uh, bir- birthday month was pretty good. I'm not sure what Craig did, Fat Craig did, since Twin Peaks or any strip clubs weren't open. But I have a feeling he's making up for lost time. Probably, which I thought of a good business idea for for these corona times i know we weren't going to say we're you know weren't going to mention it but we did mention craig 
virtual bachelor party. Now, you've seen these cam girl sites where you, you know, tip tokens. What if you had, say, you know how we played poker a couple times? Yeah, I got a, I got something on so that. So instead of playing poker, it would just be like one of the the my free cams girls and and you could all talk to your buddies. She couldn't hear you, but you could like buzz in like a video game, you know, walkie talkie chime in and if if it stinks then you 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 know like uh chat roulette go to another another person oh i like that mirage. feature of it that you can like play skip do you only get a certain amount of skips it's like it's like uh see the thing about this app that makes it great is you can build in so many different things pay for skips like you could have the people paying you know pay for you know the party pay for the stripper or whatever but then you could also charge the strippers to like put them higher up in the queue so like they get chat rouletted, you know, to the next bachelor party and they do but you could make them pay for that like priority, you know, jump in line type fast pass thing. So I think the idea is decent. I mean, I'm not not gonna do the technical savvy for it, but I think they're to build that into an existing site or a new site, I th- I think that'd be a decent business proposition. Especially with everyone getting on Twitch and all this bullshit. Yeah, porn just is always a good business model. It's it always lasts. As they say, sex sells. Hey, so about poker night. We haven't had a poker night in a while, and I think it's got to be because of me. Why? I, having the mic on, I feel like all of a sudden we lost a lot of steam Knowing it was recorded, even though I was very upfront that I was recording, but maybe they just didn't believe it. I didn't. Re- I didn't. We played twice, as far as I'm aware of. Maybe there have been some side games without me, but uh, the first time we made a bunch of jokes that it was going to be recorded, but we didn't record it because one of our friends, for some reason, he thinks he's got a lot to lose and that somebody important is going to listen to the pod and it's somehow going to come back and bite him in the ass understandable concern but he takes it to another level so out of respect for him harley didn't record but we made a bunch of jokes about it you know every time somebody makes makes an off-color joke hey harley you got that on the on on the pod right you know ha 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 good time we we got shit face we played poker talk shit it was fun second time much more milder because of the the players involved and whatnot and it was our second time playing and in the next week you know i'd I didn't think that much funny stuff happened, and people were just kind of, you know, clicking through, watching the NFL draft, not going as crazy as they were the first time. And then about halfway through, Harley makes a, a pod joke like we did last time. Now, you know, not all the same guys were there, so they didn't all crack up. So a couple of us laughed. We were there from the first game, we're like aha. Uh-huh. Then you know he makes a couple other ones. I'm like, is he actually recording? This is probably a boring pod, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's because of that reason. I just think you, uh, people probably got more busier and they were, you know, sick of losing money to the likes of, you know, Chen, who didn't say a word the entire game and walks away with money. I don't Claim, know. Claims this, claims he was on mute. All right, that's that's good. I didn't know if there was some back channeling conversation. I haven't. Here. I haven't heard anybody uh, talking shit about that. I, I cut. I cut a lot out. <laughs> just saying i covered I, I i laid some air cover for a lot of people on that edit and uh so I, I tried to best honor the edit so i want to make sure there's no ill will out there to any of the people on there especially craig i had to lay a lot of cover fire for craig 
By the way, great haircut, Craig. Too much Craig talk. But I got a bone to pick with you, Al. Well, I can go to another Craig if we want to segue okay, yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's speaking Craigs of, everywhere. Speaking of birthday month, it has been floated out there for Leo's first birthday, June 28th. Send your presents now. <laughs> Start thinking. But there's been talk that... I don't that even know what to get a one-year-old. There, Just get some boost for their parents. It always works. Um, there's been some talk of a hot pepper challenge at Leo's first birthday between Harley and Craig. See... Harley, if you want to take it over from here, we can. But Craig, in the past, ate some hot banana peppers at my house and, uh, you know, puked them up. And it, so, it was very entertaining. So, Al, what's your pepper situation at the moment? I have one hot yellow banana pepper that looks decent. And then I have two, like, baby jalapenos. But it's not looking good. Two of I had four plants originally. Two of them are no longer with us. Um, and then the... Two other ones are are like tiny plants. I'm surprised they haven't died yet. All right, so you've lost your green thumb when it comes to Brian's. Now, Craig, I'm not great at growing shit. I'll admit it. You're yeah. You don't you don't grow it, but you'll you'll take it afterwards for show. Oh yeah, I appreciate it for sure. Uh, so Craig, Craig has this weird thing where he wants to be a rival with me on pretty much anything. Yeah, I think that's Craig's personality, though. He thinks he's Bob's rival. He probably thinks, you know, he probably thinks he's got a bunch of rivals. That's right. Cause that it, he doesn't know about. We've talked about this before, I think. Maybe not Craig specifically, but you were you apologized to somebody on the podcast, maybe like Mason or somebody else, or Eric. You yeah, apologized yeah, to Eric because yeah. he thought you thought you you guys were rivals, and Eric was like, "What, dude? What are you talking about?" <laughs> So I feel like Craig has that same uh, personality. That's why you guys get along so well. So he, uh, one of Craig's very first things to go to when he has nothing to say is to insult you immediately. That's one of your go-tos. So I asked Craig, well, he's a follower, so I know where he got that from. I go to Craig, and and I'm growing some nice peppers at the house, you know, got a little plant going, got some got some jalapenos on there. And so I make a... A Facebook, I mean, an Instagram post tagging the plant as Brian and tagging some peppers as me, you, and Craig. Thinking, oh, this is just, you know, boys being boys, you know, just acknowledging friendships. Yeah, just, you know, hey, I'm growing some Brian's. That's awesome, you know, growing your own food. And for you guys who don't know, just quick Google Brian peppers right now. You, If you don't know, now you know. Or go to the Instagram uh, photo because... I tagged what claims to be the real Brian Peppers fan account, real Brian Pepper, Prep, yeah. <laughs> real Brian Peppers. Say that a bunch of times in a row. Real Brian Peppers, <laughs> not that hard. Easy for some. Not Julius Peppers' cousin, by the way. Didn't he allegedly die? Like he's dead, right? He looked like he was dead from this picture, so it would not be. It wouldn't. Okay. It would not surprise me if he was dead. But when I tagged the real Brian Peppers, I guess it's a fan account. But there's got a bunch of pictures of Brian Peppers on this thing. Yeah, so you guys can go there, yeah. too, as a resource. Yes, as a resource. Check us out on Instagram. So, anyway, Craig, being the follower that he is, just insults me and says, oh, Harley can't eat hot peppers. Now, I don't, like, go out of my way to eat hot peppers, but I usually don't have the, an issue on hot food. I'm, I'll eat more hot food than your average Louisiana person, so that's saying something. But do you enjoy the hot food? There's people who can take it, and there's people who seek it out to enjoy it. I don't. Yes. I, 
Shout out Brody Stevens, one rest, of the best to ever do it. Rest in peace. I would say that I don't, I'm not like if I go through your house and I see a pepper, I'm not like, ooh, I want to eat that. I want that challenge. But if you said, hey, uh, Harley, how you want these red beans and rice? The answer is always fucking spicy. So it, it's kind of a it, it goes in and out. I've also been probably just like the, only, the red beans. <laughs> that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> I'd have to say, between me and Craig, I'm the only one that's ever signed a certificate saying that I will not sue a waiver. if I a waiver. die. A, yeah, a waiver. <laughs> if I will not sue if I die by eating shitty Indian food. <laughs> that is a fact. I was there. Harley and my dad as witnesses. So Harley did sign a waiver to eat some Indian food and uh, was in hot. Vegas once. But did you enjoy it? Not really. No, no I, I would have rather slightly less hot chicken so I could have ate the son of a bitch. So it's more about the challenge. For Yeah, if I, if I have it in front and there's a challenge, then yeah. But who's going to just go like, you know what? I just want to eat fucking hot peppers. No one just wants to eat hot I peppers. I think there is a brand of person who likes spicy food who is like, yes, I actually enjoy hot stuff. See, I don't know which one Craig is or is either i think he's more of more like you of he likes the challenge of it but i bet craig acts like he actually likes it so for example when he ate the hot banana peppers at my house he ate one and it was a dud for some reason and these are very hot peppers like they're hotter than a jalapeno i'm not sean evans and i don't know what it was on a scoville unit basis but they're hot like i only use a sliver of them if i was cooking well, Craig eats one. It happened to be dormant for whatever reason. He doubles up. Don't be overconfident, Rocky, with the second one and is in a world of hurt. And he took a he ate the whole thing because he was confident. And he instantly turned redder than he already was, started sweating, and then leaned against my house and puked. And this is before LSU tailgate. So, you know, he wasn't having the greatest time, but that is Craig's badge of honor. So that's his resume that I know of and your resume of signing the waiver. Craig, way more street here, but would you be down for a jalapeno eating contest with Craig? Yeah, I don't I don't have any problem with it. So and I know Craig's not going to listen to this, so he's going to miss out on the scouting report. But, you know, four or five years ago, we we had a. Uh, we grew what's a uh, habanero peppers at the house. The one, small orange peppers. Yeah, small orange peppers. So my mom is, and I think I get this from her, she's notorious for just eating hot food all the time too. You guys think you just have a, a, a palate that doesn't res- accept the heat like most normal people? I, I've, you know what, I'm I, scientifically, I don't know what it is, but so like Ryan can't smell, you can't taste proper. Well, that's because of my heat. tongue. Th- could be. Does your mom have that tongue? Uh, to be honest with you, I think not, but I don't know that. To know your mom's tongues would be a weird thing. Yeah, but you have a weird tongue, like, and it could be a genetic thing. So your sister has it too. It comes from what? somewhere. She, I don't think she has it. All right, you. All right, I, how you know that? We'll just go by this on here. <laughs> all right, yeah, you don't want to touch it. <laughs> you don't want to touch that. So what I would say is, we're growing them. My mom, I was clipping some because they were done, and I had them on the counter. Mom was, ooh, pepper, and I said, yeah, yeah. And she goes, how hot are they? I said, I haven't had one yet. She goes, well, let's try one. I was like, okay. I popped one in my mouth, ate it. She ate one at the same time. Seeds and all. Seeds and all. And I will tell Seeds? you, <laughs> shout out Matt O'Rourke. That's a dirt friend. No ass names. So 
I had to drink some milk after that. It was it was pretty it was pretty bad. But I mean, I I did it. My mom did it. It wasn't like it was some fucking crazy thing. But that was a habanero, which seeds and all supposed to be kind of hot. So yeah, I had I don't think I could take it that well. I had a one of these small red peppers. I'm not sure what they what like they're the called. Chilies or whatever they are. It looks like one of those red. It's like a small red berry looking thing. Amber's family eats them because they grow on their. They grow on their ranch or whatever. Wild Brian's? Yes, wild, very small Brian's. Um, and I I ate two of those one at a time, and they got me sweating. But there was something about after, like, it was bad, it was bad, it was bad. The sweat kicked in, and then I had this, like, endorphin rush for, like, 15, 30 seconds. I was like, oh, fuck, like, this, I had been drinking, but it was like this little... You kind of a little mini euphoria high. So as bad as I was, I wasn't freaking out, but I was like, oh, shit, this is hot. I ended up eating another one and catch that little buzz again. So does that happen to you? No, I don't ever get high by eating hot shit. All right. I'm not, I'm like, you not enjoy it like I enjoy it. it, it, it no, uh-uh. I will tell you that in Vegas after signing that waiver, that shitty Indian food lived up to its name. All right, so you got anything else, Harley? Yeah, I, I got a couple things. You got here. segues? Yeah. Well, mm, so I'm gonna say, uh, can I go back to Chris real quick? Yes. All right. Permission to go there. So you, Chris, and Kruski did a little bike meet up here in Baton Rouge. Bike mob. A, a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, and I have to tell y'all. I was fucking jealous. You're a runner these days. We need to get to that too on the pod, but I, I didn't think you were a bike guy. I have a bike at the house. I'm sitting there quarantined. Wife's working in Texas. And lo and behold, I pick up my phone and I see all my bros in Baton Rouge fucking off and riding around on bikes. And I'm going, well, what the fuck? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, it looked like it. I had some fucking FOMO. Well, and I mean, you saw my fucking favorite person in the world. Yes, we did. Mike the Tiger. <laughs> we didn't see Mike. Um, yeah, so we, I, I messaged Chris because Amber was kind of cleaning stuff up around the house. And, you know, I have every every like room I walk into, there's some shit of Chris, our lawyer, who used to live with me. Like he had a whole bookshelf full of big old law books and these weird political books and chess books that you know he didn't read any of them but he's got them all so i had a big stack of those i had some golf clubs in the trap house i just had you know uh shit all over my house for for chris so i sent him a snap and and he was like oh shit i should totally come up to baton rouge one weekend like we should play frisbee golf or some shit kruski's unemployed emerald ain't working so he ain't got making more money now though so this this is a throw well, this is a callback to Chris being, you know, shitty gift giver. He's like, Well, it's Mallory's birthday this weekend, so I gotta do something something with her one of the days, but you know, I could be free Sunday or whatever. I'm like, all right, let's do it Sunday. Like, you know, we don't have anything going on. So those guys, Kruski mirac- miraculously woke up before noon. They were over here at like 11.30 or something. And that's what I couldn't believe was I was getting a snap. The first thing I got is a snap from Kruski about 11.30 a.m. When I'm at the local auto zone getting stuff to change all on my truck. Getting the zone. And 
I saw Krusky snapping a bike here in Baton Rouge, and that totally fucking blew my mind. Chris was uh, Krusky was also riding Mallory's bike, by the way. He didn't have a bike of his own since it got stolen from him. So just add that to the Chris list. Yeah, so uh, one of Amber's gifts to me was some rolling paper. So I, I rolled up a couple, a couple of spliffs. We rolled down to LSU's campus and sat, and they're like, well – art sculpture garden thing that's just bizarre shit and there was one thing that was basically built like a a booth in a bar but it was outdoors and we just sat in that smoked a spliff and uh, like as we were finishing up these families were like riding through a lot more people running and riding bikes during the quarantine so we kind of got out of there drove to the levee and oh so y'all drove to the levee well drove our bikes rode our bikes okay rode our bikes over there we passed by mike's cage he wasn't in there. Um, so we, we make it to the levee probably around 1 or so. Sun's out pretty good. I don't have a shirt on. We're, we're cruising, sweating pretty good. And we're riding our bikes on the levee, and we see this red figure kind of barreling towards us. And we're like, oh, shit. Now, from pardon, the, the podcast Pardon My Take has had Coach O and some LSU players on, and we listen to them, and they're like, oh, yeah, is it, you know, Coach O is a larger-than-life character that, you know, you got folklore about him. And one of his things was, you know, he runs at high noon when it's hot as shit out, and he runs the levee during his, like, lunch break or whatever. So we see this guy barreling towards us. He's not moving very fast. He's kind of shuffling, but – damned if it was it was fucking coach O shuffling towards us red looking fucking jacked like he just got shirtless shirtless very tan it was a very red man he is newly single newly single looking jacked just shuffling on the levee and one of the inside jokes we knew from him being on that part of my take podcast was him calling the son ray baker so we were like hey coach you know we had just smoked a spliff oh shit it's coach like we can't we're freaking out that we're riding towards coach we have a we have a little bit of time to be like oh what are we gonna say we're like hey coach ray baker's out today huh and coach just looked at us smiling goes gotta love it when ray's out and just kept shuffling you know down the levee and we kept going in the other direction like looking at each other like, oh, shit, that was Coach O. That was awesome. And then we're like, you know, will people believe us? So I take a snap right after, like, oh, shit, we just saw Coach O. And I almost racked my nuts on the bike. Like, you know, I'm not too great on bikes. As Shanker once said, I didn't know tall people could ride bikes. (laughs) So uh, my response to that in person was, Shanker, fucking bears ride bikes in the circus. It's not that fucking hard. Um, Yeah. So... Uh, you know, I snapped that and we're like, oh shit, we saw Coach O, that's crazy. And then we're like, you know, people aren't going to believe us because we didn't, you know, there's no picture or proof of it. They just got to take our word for it. Y'all and are also high. I have a spin zone to this too. It's like, this is why LSU fans are the best. We see you during your workout or doing something important. You know, we'll give you a quick acknowledge you. Hey, you're awesome, but we'll keep it pushing. You know, we're not going to bother you. We're, you know, we're not going to freak out over you and get you to like Michael Jordan with, you know, 30 cameras around you. So you can't breathe, you know, good fans by not stopping to take a picture with him and interrupting his workout. I mean, Harley, you've got some running prowess right now. How would you feel as a hundred mile a monther? <laughs> I would say that uh, anybody that tries to stop you in a run is just an asshole. There's things that tighten up, especially when you're older. 
that you want to keep the momentum moving. What things tighten up that they're not supposed to? Uh, hamstrings, thighs, knees, calves, basically lower than the equator besides dongs. Dongs, <laughs> they don't tighten up. They, shr- they shrink up as you go long distance. No Frank Gore flop? Yeah, Frank Gore's got some kind of other appendage down there. Mine doesn't work like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I was really fucking jealous, and I was already having some FOMO. Then I see your fucking snap. I saw Coach O, and that's just motherfuckers. Yeah. I would have loved to see Coach O in the wild. I mean, we were riding bikes for like three or four hours. You should have just drove. You could have at least got half of the trip. You know, yeah, we were I, we were st- we were stopping off. I was and too proud. We were too uh we were Been stopping off and at benches, cracking some high lifes on campus, you know. I know, it looks so much fun. It, it was fun. So, Harley, about this running, I mean, that's kind of a big deal to run 100 miles a month like uh, you know, you 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 got rid of the gym. That seems to be like a good move for you since you're, you know, knocking out the mileage EV. here. You're not spending any money and you're, you know, you got it. Now, would you consider Joe a rival in running, a.k.a. Fat Vader, friend of the pod? Joe, Joe's getting to, to where he's in my level. <laughs> he's... He's uh he he normally is way behind. He doesn't he doesn't run that much. This is Fitness Joe though. Well, Fitness Joe really didn't run that much, but starting April uh April what? last year, probably about April 13th somewhere around my birthday, Joe started hitting the hitting the running and starting May 1st, Joe's been hitting the running pretty hard. So I don't know if this was a Ladarius Smith or uh whatever that guy's name is. Um you talking Last Dance? Yeah, Last Dance. He had a weird fucking name. I was trying to remember it 10 minutes after that part. It's like LeBrand. It was like LeBradford. LeBradford Smith. That, that yeah. was what it was. See, I don't know if Joe's a LeBradford or he's more uh, Isaiah Thomas in this. Well, I guess Isaiah Thomas is a bad comp. It'd be somebody coming behind him. Maybe like a uh, Malone type thing because he'll never win. But he's he's doing good. I you're looking at me like this is bad analogy. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to follow it. All right, so let's get back I'll, to and, it. And deciding whether to make a joke or not about the name LeBradford Smith, but I think it kind of makes fun of itself enough, so I, I won't have to go there. I have to say, Joe's putting up a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of miles. He's pushing me. He talked some shit today about he's going to run. He ran five miles, and I hadn't started my run yet, so I did six. So fuck him. That's a competitive juice is going rivals. Uh, I will say uh, shout-out to my boy, uh, Chunk. Uh, I'm not going to use his name, but back in the day, his nickname was Chunk. and uh, he's, he's more ripped than you. He, well, yeah, he wasn't uh, Chunk because he was a fat kid. He uh, is just obliterated May so far. I got 57 miles, and it's you know the 14th of fucking May or whatever day it is. Yeah, the, the odds of May. This guy's got fucking 60 last time I checked, and that was this morning. If he ran this afternoon... Fuck, he, I could I could be in a world of hurt. I might finally lose a month. I hadn't lost a fucking month in forever on Nike Run Club. Damn. Yeah, well, do you want to give the people your username in case you're inspiring them to, oh, yeah, to run? Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't have to run 100 miles a month, you know. But To be if- honest, I have no clue what my username is. Um, you can just look me up. There can't be too many. Uh, Harley, look up my last name <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Nike Run Plus. Now, 
you know, if we ever were to get a good video camera, just got a wild hair up on her ass. I think our Kid Rock video. He's was got well- fucking sixty eight now. God <laughs> damn it, he did eight miles today. Fucking Harold. Right, there you go. He's up eleven on me. I'm Sh- fucked. Shout out to Harold. Fuck uh, chunk. So for a uh, so for a good video, I think you run in a beer mile where you drink a beer every quarter of a mile. I'd be I'd be fun. Would I'd that be to- too easy. I, I think I chugging know, the, the beer would be the hard part for you. I don't know. I have never ran after chugging a beer. So, like, I would think, like, the last quarter mile of that, I think that could be pretty tough. Now, depending on time-wise, too. Like, if you're trying to do it quickly. Yeah, you're trying to – the beer mile is do it as fast as possible. There's two ways you can do it, I guess. Fast as possible or enjoy it the most and just enjoy those Yeah, beers. I didn't know if it was supposed to be, like, survive. So, I don't know. I'm – who do, you, I, I do who, a do beer think, mile. who do you think could run a beer mile faster, you or Joe? I mean, Joe probably has I, you on I, the drinking. Yeah, but I got I got more speed than Joe. My mile splits are way better than Joe, so I would think I would think I could make up for the lack of probably catching him on drinking because there's probably only a second or two there. But in a mile, I got like forty seconds on him if I'm really booking it and. I, I think I think I can make up the but time. But you, uh, yeah, but you don't know how you're gonna react once you got that belly full of beer. Well, I mean, I don't weigh that much anyway, so it wouldn't really add too much weight to me. Okay. Well, I think that may be a good challenge. Anyway, even if Joe doesn't do it, I think that may be a a, a good YouTube video to do a record you doing the beer mile. That that'd be fun. We could do it when we uh we have crawfish now that we're opening up. Uh, I wrote it down when you were talking about Louisiana being the only state with parishes. Have you noticed under the uh, coronavirus, like if you're looking the parish numbers who have it, there's this one parish called Parish Under Investigation. What the fuck is that about? Is that the real name of the parish? What do you... Look do, up, do I, hold on, hold on. Is this a serious question? Do you want yes. to answer it seriously? Parish Under Investigation means they're trying to figure out where the person's fucking from. Oh, holy <laughs> fuck. Oh, my God. I was thinking I was getting somewhere for months. Like, dude, have you, can you believe how janky Louisiana is with parish under investigation? I didn't realize there was unsolved parishes here. Yeah, they, it's people come Whose in. jurisdiction is yeah, this Yeah, that's Rona? right. They're fighting over. You're in, maybe Desert. you go to East Baton Rouge to get your test, but you're from somewhere else. They fight over it a little bit, and they got to figure out where you're from. So they're investigating what number it should hit. Talk about bureaucracy right there. Holy shit. I bet I bet Parrish gets funding based on the number of corona. It's probably a big old fucking scam. I bet. Oh man. Well, thank you for explaining me uh that to me. Um if I'll do one more thing kind of corona related. There's my some people have been going into my office and some people haven't, you know, depending on if they need to need to go to their office to get their work done. I guess they've been going into the office. I've been going every once in a while. Anyway, <laughs> this is an email that came through my work email this afternoon. I, work, I worked from home today because I didn't have anything to do, so I didn't really work. I just stayed home. But I got this email um, from one of like my the higher-ups, one of the senior engineers, like probably I think he may be part owner of the company. Anyway, uh, 12.38 p.m. I haven't been to work all day. <laughs> title of email upstairs commode <laughs> on two different occasions over the last couple of weeks i've noticed that the toilet in the southwest room was plugged 
I don't know which one is the southwest room or not. I think we've been over this on the before on the pod that when people use directions, I just don't know what they're talking about. Anyway, some of you may not have known where the plunger is located after <laughs> after plunging the toilet twice. I got a couple of toilet plungers. They're located in each stall. If you plug it up, please correct the problem. <laughs> I don't plan on cleaning up after anyone again. Thanks. <laughs> so, and he cc'd like everybody in the upstairs portion of the office because our office is kind of spread around. You got downstairs people, people in a couple of different offices. We got like a compound. So, this is in the upstairs office, and he, he cc'd everyone. So, I wasn't there at work today. I didn't clog the toilet twice <laughs> this week because I haven't really been in the office but a couple hours. So, this could be like a Jack Donahue situation where they. You got the people on the 12th floor that are all shitheads. Then he's up at like fucking 39 or wherever he is. And it's like a, it's like a levels of hierarchy is the higher you go, the bigger you are. No, it's just people who do this certain type of work got assigned to be in this building. Like design work is on this floor. Like the relay settings, people are, you know, downstairs. The shop where people build panels and shit is another it's just it's just a bunch of office spaces. It's oh. got it's got no hierarchy. There's uh, the owner of the company is on floor one, but this is up there. Uh, okay. You know, it, it's got no hierarchy. It's got no status. I thought you were going where I think Jack Donaghy situation or something. You're, you're uh, I guess, a lower person on a lower level is coming up to a higher level. The shit in the position of authority is kind of a fuck you and you got nice bathrooms. Not, not that situation. I don't think. And it's coronavirus, so there's barely anybody in the office. So if you needed to shit and have your own bathroom, like you could just have that wherever your office is because the office isn't that populated. So I don't think anyone's coming from downstairs to upstairs for some privacy to take a shit. All right, let me ask you this. Full disclosure, if you did clog a toilet, I don't see you using a plunger. I feel like you you would panic and just leave it. I think you'd go home for the rest of the day and just like peace it, out. It de- it depends on the area. If I clogged the toilet and it was like in a fucking gas station, I wouldn't care that bad because I'm leaving. I'm never returning to the scene. Kind of like how people make the joke that people in airports are just the nastiest shitters because you're getting on a plane you're going 3,000 miles from the next person like you'll never run into this airport person ever again so that situation yeah work I'm with these people like this is you know and I'm gonna have to come back to this day and you know repeatedly so I'd scramble and find a toilet plunger I've plunged my shit at work before I've clogged a toilet here or there I just I just see you as, unless they saw you do it, I feel like you just be like, peace out, hope somebody else has to mess with this. It depends on the situation. If it's like a restaurant or a bar that I'm about to leave and I clogged the <laughs> toilet, I'm out. I don't think that's ever happened, though. I don't, I, I'm not, a, I'm not, we're only taking a shit in five toilets in my entire life, but you know, nice I'm, not, names. I'm not, I'm not, oh shit. That's the guy who didn't want us on the pot on <laughs> poker, by the way. <laughs> He won't listen to this. It's all right. Um, yes, but I'm not a big public shitter. Like if I if it's if I'm in that bad of emergency, I'll I'll go. But you know, I'm not a. So I just thought that was a funny email to come through. 
How you doing on your uh, your betting? I see Bob's UFC tip didn't go so well, and your yeah. your uh, Twitter tout life didn't go so well. It either. was it was going great uh, until the last two fights, but I won't get into that. I will say UFC betting tip: don't be a, a fucking noob and just bet the favorites, even if you think they're gonna win. The line actually, you know, I went two and three in the night, but since I had bet such big heavy favorites, like I ended loot ended up losing two units because underdogs won the those fights. So I think that's my UFC betting tip. Don't take my picks, but be wary of betting the favorite, laying that money, just because it takes a lot of – if one favorite loses and the rest of them win, you still may lose money just because of how how much you have to pay to uh, pay to play there. So just, just a little tip from, you know, a sports fan other than a sport I play. Well, that's that's good. I see your tout life didn't go so great, so I'm glad you glad you got back on. Hey, I figured I'd uh, do some engagement. You know, you had, sports are dead. You had UFC on a Wednesday. Hell, let's let's have some fun with it. Can we agree that as a tout, you weren't the best to ever do it? I definitely agree. I, I was not the best to ever do it. Speaking of the best to ever do it, new segment alert. We got best to ever do it of the week. So this will be. The best to ever do it of that week, and Al, wh- where's the best to ever do it come from? Now, the the best to ever do it is a gimmick amongst our friends, um, just kind of about in social media when a celebrity dies, a bunch of people just post like, rest in peace so-and-so, you know, one of the best to ever do it, if they were like a legendary person, like if... if you know, I'm not wishing this on anybody, but Stevie Wonder just had a birthday. If he were to die, you know, uh, online, everybody would be like, oh, I love Stevie Wonder, RIP, one of the best to ever do it. Like, you're basically just saying, hey, I know this person died. I thought they were cool. And you're like trying to get, you're trying to get social brownie points plus just, you know, post shit. But we find it funny to say, uh, whenever somebody dies, text, text our group of friends saying, you know, RIP so-and-so, one of the best to ever do it. So this is generally going to be someone who died between the last podcast and the podcast we're doing. So with uh, with that long explanation of a gimmick, Harley, who do you have as your best to ever do it on May 14th, 2020? Big shout out to this individual. I love their work and a lot of things. But to be honest with you, I didn't see much of his younger acting career. It was mostly probably when he was like 50 plus. But Jerry Stiller, rest in peace, one of the best to ever do it. Frank Costanza, Festivus, Cabana Wear, You Want a Piece of Me, Stopping Short. Frank Costanza brought so much into Seinfeld. Torturing George, just going off. Loved his character. I loved him in Heavyweights. He made a cameo as the camp counselors of uh, whatever Camp Cucamonga or whatever the fuck the camp was called that they end up turning to uh, Team Perkis or whatever the fucking shit was. I don't think it was Cucamonga. <laughs> I think that's like the Salute Your Shorts or something that's like that. That's Camp Anawana. Ah, shit. Maybe it was Cucamonga. Camp Anawana. We hold Ooh. you in our hearts. Now, uh, so Jerry Stiller, his son was in... In the movie Heavyweights, he's the dad of Ben Stiller, and apparently he, you know, his wife was a comedian too, and uh, you know they were comedic actors together. My, she was in Heavyweights. My mom, um, you know, 
I texted her R.I.P. Jerry Stiller, one of the best to ever do it, because they've been watching King of Queens lately. Oh, yeah, he was in that. Um, so he's the dad in that, Arthur. So my mom texts, I remember him on Ed Sullivan when he did comedy with his wife. So I guess, hey, young Jerry Stiller did some stuff too then. But this is one of those guys that he was always perpetually old. And even if he wasn't the greatest actor, he always brought a smile on your face. Like in King of Queens, he's basically like... You know, just the dad they threw in the basement who's annoying and can't remember how to do anything. He's not a, I don't know, he's not that lovable of a character, but you you like him anyway. Just the the, uh, the love for Jerry there. Death finally ended Festivus because he, he pinned Jerry Stiller. Rest in peace. One of the best to ever do it. Now, Jerry Stiller, uh, yeah, Jerry Stiller was 92 years old and he didn't have the Rona. Just, just putting that out there it's in these times. Causes. Yeah, um, you know, possible other candidates for best to ever do it. You had Little Richard, the oh, original, yeah. the original Big Frida. Uh, <laughs> you had I can't. I thought Harley may say this one, although he he's a big Jerry Stiller guy, so I, I assume that that was going to be his best to ever do it. But also Sam Lloyd, aka Ted, oh, the bald yeah. guy Dude, from Scrubs, who he, was always talking about killing himself. He died of cancer. He was, so. I've been rewatching Scrubs. Oh, Sam Lloyd, what an awesome, awesome role as Ted. You know, he was also in Seinfeld. He was the uh, weird guy that. That like the lane or something. I forget what it was. It was she either had some like photos or stamps or some kind of collection, or he had pens or something like that. But he was in Seinfeld, and uh, he, he was he was one of the best to ever do it. And then last but not least, Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy, the OG Tiger King. So uh, you know other other possible characters but yeah Jerry Stiller runaway for uh, best to ever do it inaugural best to ever do it too. I was I was more of a Barnman Bailey's guy shout out Miss Mathis <laughs> the Miss Mathis shout out oh god all right Harley you also had a couple things you wanted me to uh well yeah let me give you a backstory on one of them so as as I got called today at work, did you get beat up a lot? Because you seem to be way overconfident. Someone said that to you at work? Yeah, and I was actually given a compliment when I said I wasn't being sarcastic, douchey like I normally am. Wait, wait. I, I called somebody a trailblazer. And <laughs> <laughs> you called somebody a trailblazer like, hey, you must have got beat up a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was you a, fucking dork. That was a res- well, the response was, all right, have you always been this confident? I was like, it's like what you talking about when I was a kid? I mean, I mean, yeah, kind of. It's kind of an out of context, like like for the phrase. Uh, all right, so let, let me re- rephrase a little bit. So I don't want to get too much into work talk, but basically, we were talking about somebody did a a thing back in I don't know a couple of years before, and I was on the phone call with this guy, and I and I said, oh yeah, this person is a trailblazer, just like. So and so is a trailblazer, and this person was on the phone and said, "Hey Harley, have you always been this confident?" And I the so and so guy said that. Yeah. yeah. Did and you know who he was on the phone? So yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I knew he was on basically the phone. like you're a fucking bootlicker right now. So, so I was like, "Wait, what?" The? I was like, "Yeah." I, I mean, as a kid, I was confident. He's like, I, "Did you get beat up a lot?" I was like, "No, not really." It's like, I was like, "What was I? Was I just being a sarcastic douche?" He goes. He goes, yeah, kind of. And I was like, no, I meant that as a compliment. He goes, get the face. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so 
So Harley's such an asshole that when he tries to earnestly compliment someone, they're like, "Fucking no way! You're you can't possibly be serious." Yeah, that's that's correct. I get that all the time. My wife fucking hates me. So Harley, more of a cheese dick than an asshole than you think. <laughs> so what what happened was is I got with the COVID shit where everybody probably eats in their office or brings their own food. Well, one of the things I bring is I bring like just peanut butter and jelly. It's easy. I don't have to fucking think about the store. I don't have to use the microwave. It's a whole process to use communal property at work now. Fuck that. I'm just going to fucking make my own peanut butter and jellies at work. And so how many I drink, I eat two at lunch and then I probably eat one like in the morning and one in the evening. I, I, I just, Do you eat four PB and J's a day. I mean, there's not much to snack on. Just fucking make a ham sandwich. I could get deli meat. I just haven't for whatever reason. So I'll put I'll put deli meat on my thing. He's got the palate of a seven year old. Peter Burgell is good. So I had Peter Pan peanut butter there, and I'm a very loyal brand guy. And they said, "Why you Peter Pan peanut butter? Why do you have Peter Pan peanut butter?" I was like. This is the best, the only one I ever eat. I had that growing up. Now, chunky or whatever they called it, right. with nuts. So, I'm a creamy guy. I don't like the distribution of the chunk because it's not evenly distributed in the peanut butter. So, I don't like the random chunk, the random cream. I just want straight <laughs> cream. My dad's a big chunk guy. <laughs> chunk getting a lot of play this pod. So, I... I, you know, I was pretty confident. I said, yeah, it tastes better. And they said, oh, we don't like Peter Pan. We, we're Jif guys. I was like, fucking Jif? Are Wait, you- you're getting teamed up on by multiple peanut <laughs> yeah. butter s- snobs? So I said, look, P- Peter Pan peanut butter is better. I guarantee you I can taste the difference between Peter Pan peanut butter and anything else y'all have. Without a doubt, I know Peter Pan. I've been dr- eating him a whole goddamn life. It's the best. I will be able to tell this. See, you asked me this question of would there be any brands that I could do this of just pick out which one is which one of the which. Now, they did this with Karan Butler with straws because he has an obsession of chewing straws. So there's a YouTube clip of him chewing all the different restaurant straws, and it's crazy. He can pick out the different types. Like you're saying, you can pick out the peanut butter. My problem with this is I'm like – once I find something I like, I just stick with it. So while you may like Peter Pan, how do you know what everything tastes like? Did you go through an experiment with every peanut butter and come back to Peter Pan being the best? Like, I wouldn't know what the other ones would taste like. Uh, peanut butter or basically anything else. Because I, once I find something I like, it's cheap, I'll generally stick with it. All right, so that was I'm brand loyal when it comes to Peter Pan. And the first thing I asked when these GIF cronies were telling me something, I was like, was Peter Pan expensive or something? Because if it's expensive, then I might have to redo my thing. But I didn't think it was expensive. And they're like, no, no, no. It's actually cheaper than Jeff. So, I mean, like, fuck you two, motherfuckers. And so they come back and they buy a great value peanut butter, a Jif peanut butter, a new Peter Pan peanut butter, all creamy, of course, and then one, like, natural Jif. So there's four peanut peanut butters and they said we're going to do a taste test see if i can pick out peter pan now did they spring this on you be like hey tomorrow we're bringing peanut butter they just show up with a blind peanut butter test on you and they told me that morning how many guys is this two there's two guys and a girl that are in on this and they're all against you oh for sure okay but but i'm not backing down is this because you're pompous 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't. I'm not. I'm not fucking going. Uh, going weak to the lane. I'm going hard to the basket. Scottie Pippen on Patrick Ewing. So wh- why are they throwing Skippy under the bus here? How come Skippy's getting no play? That's a terrible. All these are terrible names for peanut butter, by the way. Jif, um, great Peter value. Pan. Well, great value is just the fucking generic cheap shit. They, they have the. They probably have the best name though. <laughs> and Skippy. What, what about where does Skippy come from? We'll, we'll have to have uh, Billy Football do a deep dive on Skippy. All right. So they they. Do they bum rush you here? So with they, this? they tell me about it in the morning. So and so brought all this peanut butter. Uh, go down to the control room when you have a free chance. And I said, look, I got a window between like one and one thirty. It's only free time. So I go down there, and it's time to do taste test. So they have fucking five spoons out and four jars of peanut butter. And they tell me, hey, go in this back office while we set this up. So now I'm getting into my head. I said, okay, how these little fuckers are going to, they're going to double up one of them. Which one are they going to double up? What What would you be your guess here on which one? So they, you're, so you're, I'm in my head. You're doing a game theory survivor type. You have to make it, you, you want to pick the right one. Whether you, you're using this as part of your process of elimination. Like, all right, this one looks like this color and which other one looks similar to that. So you can be like, okay, this extra spoon goes with that one. I can cross that out as not being Peter Pan. And basically you got, you, you cut your, you get your odds better. That's what you're trying to do here. But I'm also trying to get like, would they try to put Peter Pan on two different spoons? This is like Seinfeld. So that, yeah, they're all the candy lineup. So, that would be brilliant, by the way. You'd have to give them props if they made them all like fucking Peter Pan, Skippy Natural, or whatever. Oh, they, sorry, they let Skippy out here. So I'm sitting there, game theory, thinking, okay, if I'm them, I'm going to try to fuck with me and make two Peter Pans. But I don't know this, so my thought process: if any of them kind of tastes the same, they might be both Peter Pan. Could you tell from the look? No, I can't tell from the look. So I go and I uh, I go in the back room. I get the uh, peanut butter on the spoons and stuff. They get it all ready. I come back out. And there's five of them sitting there. So now I get into the second part of game theory is what's the more likely one they put on each? So You think they each had like the job of, okay, I'm going to – I'm going to be like the the one who believes you, the one who wants you to fail the worst. He's going to be the one give himself Peter Pan. Is that what you're thinking? No, it's more along the lines of, are they going to try to get into my head and think like, maybe I won't think number one could ever be Peter Pan. (laughs) So like, I'm really in your head. I'm fucking, I I wouldn't. I am fucking flustered at this point. Uh, my my reaction would be, "Why did I fucking get myself into yeah, this shit?" Well, That's I all I would be thinking. I can't get out of it at this right. point. I've been oh. fucking pompous. I'm sitting in there. Yeah, but your brain is at least working. Mine would have shut down and be like, "This was fucking stupid. Why did I do this?" All right, bring me the peanut butter. You're like, "All right, these two look the same." Well, who's who? I'm gonna read this person's body language, and they they definitely have the right one. So. I try to I try to break the game. I go at number five first. Taste it. <laughs> so you didn't go in one, two, three, or no. are you, are you going to jump around here, or you just know just, you're starting just, at five? Just, just, just hold on here. So I 
I eat a, a little bit of five. All right, not terrible. Not the best is what I'm thinking. Eat a little bit more. Okay. Do you have a pad here? You mean like a, a palate cleanser? Or are you writing down, okay, okay five no, 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 tastes no. like that? Somebody's writing down what I'm saying. Jesus Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ. This is what happens when you get a bunch of engineers together. They're just, they over fucking do God. So then I get, I've never done this much for anybody I've ever worked with. So then I get to number four, taste it. All right, kind of tastes like five. Not too much different, but I thought it tasted a little better because five had a little bit of an aftertaste. But now I didn't get a palate cleanser, so I was pretty confident I didn't need a palate palate cleanser. But I can't go back on that now. Peanut butter is hard to get. Peanut butter is hard to get out of your mouth too. Like it sticks to it sticks in there. So then I go to then there's I go residue. To, then I go from four. I go all the way to one. <laughs> I taste one. There's absolutely no reason for this other than to piss people off that you're not going in order. I taste one. First thing I say on one is definitely not Peter Pan. This is shit. <laughs> I hope that was something other than great value. It was It was not Peter Pan. It was not great value. It was Jif Natural. <laughs> so I go to I go from one to th- back to three. Taste three. All right. Okay, I'm not sure. Taste two. I'm not sure. So I think five and three taste alike and four and two taste alike. But I got Peter Pan, Great Value, and Jeff Regular all to choose from. But I only got two choices. I said, I, well, you have four choices, but you think two are the same. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so think, that would mean they they had five things and they didn't use one, is what you're I, thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But would they not use Peter Pan to be that much of a dick? That's sort of cheating. <laughs> so I taste them all again, and I say, okay, I think the aftertaste is a little weird on five. I think that's great value. Because, I mean, it's got to be lower quality, right? It's great value. You would assume so. I taste I taste three. It kind of tastes like five, but not as much of an aftertaste. I say, okay, that one's Jeff. I don't <laughs> remember the aftertaste on Peter Pan. Two and four, Peter Pan. They're all stoic. They're not telling me shit. So, so you went with an off-the-ball choice saying that two of them are Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. Yep. Well, two of them did end up beating Peter Pan, but not the two I picked. Five and three were Peter Pan. Damn. And I missed it. I've been in a fucking spiral since at work. I've lost a little bit of confidence in there. <laughs> I've been still eating peanut butter and jellies. I'm just, I'm in a, I, I just feel, I feel different now. I don't have the confidence. I thought I could do this and I fucking failed miserably. How many Peter Pans were there before? Uh oh! How many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches do you have before your peanut butter taste test? I had like two, but I mean that that was up in my office. So I mean that was it was it was a day of peanut butter. I didn't eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich later that day. Think another way you could game the system: eat the sandwich or have like peanut butter Peter Pan in your office, and you knew you were going to take the 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 taste test at one. Put some peanut butter in your mouth there. So have, I, it, have it fresh. So I did that. <laughs> I, I I didn't know. I, I, I kind of brought my Peter Pan peanut butter with me to the back office there, and I tried it right before I went out. 
and lo and behold, the first one I tasted didn't taste like mine, but it was the same one. I I I feel like this system might have been rigged against me, but at the same time, they claim it was all up and up. I don't know. I didn't check the surveillance tapes to see if it's all true or not, but that would be that would be that would be a funny twist. Is that five and three weren't Peter Pan, but they just told you that anyway, and there's no way you're ever gonna fucking know anyway. Uh, yep. Another. Another thing I thought of when you told me about the taste test is me and my dad did uh, in Key West. I got him some uh, Jefferson bourbon, but like four, five different, no, six different types. They were aged for a different amount of years in a different type of barrel, and they were supposed to taste like, you know, whatever. You know, the French one had hints of vanilla and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they all had their own descriptions. Me and my dad are like, fuck it, let's do a taste test, and, we, you know, let's one through whatever let's try to figure out you know if we can taste the difference knowing what the descriptions were we were terrible we didn't get a single one right it it happens i think i could do it with vodka but i could only tell which one was bacardi because bacardi is dog shit like your theory of you know the the natural one is the worst like i'd do that with bacardi i think it'd be fun to do this with light beers, this is another YouTube idea. We have the beer mile as number one. I think me and you doing a blind taste test of like Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, Michelob Ultra, and like throwing like a local light beer or something. And then we also have Craig because he claims he loves Bud Light. We could see if he actually could tell the difference. First of all, if I enter this and I get Miller Light and I think it's Bud Light, my grandfather would roll around his grave. I might just die right on the spot. It'd be like one of the worst things ever. But I will tell you, the one without a doubt that I could pick on these light beer lineups is Coors Light. I think I could choose a Coors Light like no one's fucking business. Coors Light to me has a very distinct flavor compared to other light beers. I know what Coors Light tastes like. Oh, we can throw Keystone in there, but if I smell the cup of Keystone, I know what it is. Cause, oh, or is that Natty Light? One of those, if you smell it in a red Solo cup, it is foul. I th- I'm pretty sure it's Keystone. It just smells like shit. Um, but yeah, we can throw Keystone in the mix, and then maybe even throw a, like you know Bud Heavy in there as a as a wild card. But I think that would be a uh, a good video to do. Um, so yeah, man, your your uh, your office really went all out to try to get you with the peanut butter taste test. There, don't, that's don't. that's a crazy amount of like prep right there. A Kid Rock video for us took like two two and a half weeks. They pre- it sounded like they it did was this three thing three days. They, Damn. They, I, I, now, um, I've also spouted off again that I could taste bunny bread over any other white bread. So it might fucking <laughs> happen to me again because I, I gotta I gotta get back my mojo. I gotta. I'm down. I got to double down, buddy. I got to I got to win it back. Double or nothing time. I think I think uh bread would be a little bit easier. They said that they that one would have different. to be a blind taste. Yeah, they taste. look they look different. Consistency though. I know the bunny bread. If I ball it up, I could I could get it. <laughs> so the the other thing I asked on your uh to do a little homework on and this was kind of in, inspired by something I saw on Twitter. So uh, do you remember the uh, the chicks from Shag Mag? I know J Bone does. Shout out J Bone. The on the Nats World Series, the behind the dugout show in their cans. Yeah. All right. So, a cor- something rose. 
Yeah, I don't. Rem- I don't remember Julia Rose. Julia Rose and Lauren Summer were two of the chicks' names. Well, of course, as a just degenerate, I followed them after that. Fell right into the fucking honey trap. So I've been following them on Twitter. This Lauren Summer person, she posted the other day and showed like a picture of like a. It looked like a tender like maybe 12-year-old, snuck into her DMs and asked her fucking, like, what are you wearing or some kind of question along those lines. I forget exactly what it was. J-Bone probably remembers. He's probably yelling it right now. (laughs) But I got me thinking is, so she goes into the DMs, finds the kid, somehow finds the kid's dad, and then messages the dad a picture of the kid getting into her DMs. And my thought was... If you were the dad, you made a fake kid thing, would that be a good thing to troll people online? Just be a fake kid online. Like, no one's going to... If you accidentally like a photo so of a fucking thought when you're a 10-year-old kid, no one's going to think twice about it. You do it as a 40-year-old man, it's going to seem weird. Okay, so you, what, what? the different intent requires a different burner. So what's what's your intent here? Just to look at smut? Yeah, in this in this scenario, yeah, just look at smut. No, you don't want to pick a, like a twelve year old boy because they're like a, a target. Like they're not supposed to be consuming that content. What I would do, which I thought you were going to bring this up, I, you gave me the topic, but I thought it was going to be about um, Chris because we were, you know, we gave him a nice uh, Instagram stories chin. You know, twenty one chin salute for his birthday, and he didn't comment, so Harley had to tag his burner. <laughs> um, we won't say what that is, but for for what you're saying, I think you go with like a Japanese cat or a, a, a cute animal. You go a different language. You make it generic, like you make it an animal. You make it like a a fan animal account, and then you just use that. You get a b- bunch of Google generated, uh, you know. Cute, cute Japanese cat or something, and just put your put your IG tags of being like Japanese, and then you just follow you know a bunch of hentai. I think Joe would do this. <laughs> I think that's a move. Um, also, another thing I thought of that would be funny for a burner: make it somebody you loosely know. <laughs> so, so, like, make so for example, dirt. burner yeah, dirt. Yeah, one of your rivals, Bromar. Say you take all of Bromar's pictures, give him his own name, like Terry Dickerson or something like that, and then you just post pictures of him. And you can even do like fake stupid statuses to make him. Oh you my know, god! And then and then you follow a bunch of smut with that. And then worst comes to worst, like his fucking wife or whatever finds it, and be like, "Hey, is this your burning?" He's got a he's his life is thrown upside down. And meanwhile, you're just like in squat pics. Oh my gosh! So change. Bromar's name to like, I don't know, Bradley Bradley Trump. Yes. And just start fucking shitting on Elizabeth Warren and talking about how student loan debt should should never be uh, uh, pardoned or whatever the fucking term is. Oh my God, that is a great. Yeah. That is so much content. (laughs) It'd be good. God, I'm really. I, I would never do this. But I wink, really, wink. really like the idea. Yeah, people who um, I'm not sure if you saw that it was hot on Netflix. It was one of these docu series. It was called "Don't Fuck with Cats." So I've watched some of this. I got really bored. I turned it off. Yeah. So basically, this guy 
like was trying to be a famous celebrity, like fashion model or whatever. And he was influencer. Re- he was. Re- this was probably even before influencers. He was just really like, just very bizarre. And apparently, he made a ton of burners with all fake names and would like like all of his posts and you know get into arguments with people and he had like a bunch of internet detectives track him down but it was sort of it was the whole burner thing is so goddamn weird so um you know it'll be a a political thing if it hasn't been by now like in 10 years you know you got you're gonna have candidates get caught for using burners like kevin durant so it'll happen it's, it's an interesting it's it's weird as shit but it's it's always funny whenever you hear burner account you you're always always prepared to laugh I like the I like the idea of impersonating somebody you know what well, like if you found out like you're not impersonating them you're just using their likeness? like real yeah well if it's got to be illegal but if I started like shitting on Democrats with bromar's likeness that seems like that would be more trolling him than yeah, trying to get yeah. your rocks off. Yeah, well, mm, that that might be. But that may get goal. your rocks off. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that was what I was, what I was thinking to go with for that. Uh, I also know a, another person with a burner account. Um, but it, he 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 uses it to troll people. You know, he makes his uh profile picture bait for the type of people he's trying to troll. <laughs> he hasn't been very successful, but. Keep throwing that bait in the water, and he may get something. All right. So you got anything else, Al? I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm good. I mean, uh, Louisiana's opened back up, at least partially, for this phase one coronavirus. So things, things may start getting back more to normal. But uh, everyone says it's going to spike again if they open up shit too fast. So we'll just we'll just see what happens. And. Uh, Hopefully we can keep providing content to the people. But how was uh, Leo and Ambo's Mother's Day? Um, it was pretty good. We uh we went over to my sister's house and and met my my parents over there, and they cooked the badass fucking tacos. And uh, my mom got got to hang out with Leo. She hadn't seen him in a while, so that was funny. He was uh playing with a balloon and uh going crazy so that that was fun and uh you know i think amber had fun you know that's good being, uh, being around other people and uh and drinking some drinking some margs and having some fun with babies and dogs and whatnot were you able to scam anybody uh from paying vic for uh cooking tips uh no i was not uh group message one of our buddies won't say his name already said his name before was asking about how to cook some lobster tails and i was at a basically every like family get together i go to my sister and her husband are like super good cooks so i'm always getting treated to really good ass food so dan's asking how to cook lobster tail he has no idea what he's doing the internet saying all different other types of you know conflicting temperatures and whatnot so i i offered you know dan some cooking advice um, you know, via these experts I had here, but he didn't take me up on it. You know, I was going to charge him. I was going to give him the friends and family discount for professional advice. Um, but, uh, he didn't, he didn't take me up on it. He never said how those were either. 
No, he didn't. Joe, Joe couldn't have been that great. Joe jumped on him and said something about, "Oh, you're supposed to take the meat out of the shell." And of blah, course, blah, blah, Joe blah, blah, would know blah. how to cook a lobster. Yeah, being in Tennessee and all, they probably got fresh ones. <laughs> Those Appalachian uh, lobsters. Hey, big shout outs to uh, Joey Sal and J Bone for uh, Christopher Maloney coming back to SVU after all the times away. Elliot Staber, one of the best to ever do it, is now back, folks. SVU, check it out. They make new episodes of that show, dude. That thing's still been running. That's oh, like okay. If you had to guess how many episodes of that show there are, there's at you? least twenty four seasons, probably twenty. You're probably talking four hundred and fifty episodes. Can I look this up real quick yeah, while sure. we're still on the pod? I'm going four hundred fifty episodes. Four hundred fifty. episodes? Yeah, I think it's been over twenty seasons, dude. That's crazy. Is it the longest running episodic? Uh, Dude, that by the way, wrestling without fans is fucking terrible. Okay, Harley, over under twenty seasons. Over. It's exactly twenty seasons. Fuck. Got gotcha. Okay. I thought they were starting season twenty two right now. Twenty one. No, they're about I think they're about to start twenty two. It says twenty seasons. Started in nineteen ninety nine. So for those people uninitiated, I, I don't really watch this show. Damn, four thirty four. You were fucking dead nuts on. Well, I, I, yeah, I did some math there, but yeah, there's a whole, whole fucking ton of them, man. Fucking Benson's been in all of them. Uh, Marisha Herske or whatever. Fucking well, name come is. again. I don't. Fucking God bless you, <laughs> Mariska Hargate. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I never really watched that show. That's the one with like Ice Tea and. Ice T, I think, has been in every or been in all the seasons. Maybe not every episode. It's funny that he had a popular song named "Cop Killer" and then he's become a cop on a show for twenty seasons. Dude, he's making bank, dude. If I, I, like I don't Ice know why T, you though. would ever leave a show that's got that many seasons. Like Christopher you're Maloney, fucking sick of it, dude. Yeah, I'll I'll get sick of cashing the checks when the checks stop cashing. Would yeah. that ever happen? Mm, mm, not for me. Maybe for some people. Yeah, so um, I'll, I like Ice-T, though. Shout out to Ice-T. Anybody who can stay around that long, uh, you know, I'll give them their props. Except for Queen Latifah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you for joining us on the Talking Small Podcast. We're making that podcast platinum. Shout out to J-Bone. I know we're supposed to get on a podcast with you, dude, but with this quarantine, I'll have to say hands up. I haven't been very involved on the Twitter, and I, Al doesn't normally respond very well to podcast requests anyway. So yeah, I figure Harley's just going to do all the DMs anyway, so I don't I don't yeah. bother jumping in those conversations. Speaking of which, since we have to go Twitter DMs, you want to sneak this in at the last second? You you talking about the Zap stuff and okay, and, so, and Joe? Yeah. So um, speaking of Twitter DMs, every, every now and then. When I was going to Sam's like years and years ago, I'd buy the big jalapeno zaps. Zaps are some chips that are local down here in Louisiana. They call them a little chippery and gramercy. And they're fucking great chips. Al, how do you think the chips are for zaps? They're, they're okay. great. He says they're great. They're okay. Come on. Okay, they're better than Miss Vicky's. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> how dare you? They're like greasier versions of a kettle cooked. But they're spicy, though. Harley's on a spicy shit. If you get the jalapeno ones or the spicy crawdads, um, the spicy you know, they're, they're pretty spicy. Eh, 
they're they're spicy in the fucking name. The jalapenos can you can get hotter ones. Uh, they got any, some zest anyway, and they got a dill pickle. It's got a nice zing to it. They're solid local chip. I'm not shitting on they're, it. They're good chips. So every now and then I'd get the hotter than hot jalapenos, but somebody was sleeping on the job and they didn't fucking ever put the seasoning on them. And it happened on Sam's like every like. 20 bags I'd buy, I'd get one on that was like that. And so it tastes like the regular Zaps. Not the best chip in the world, but it's still okay. So I hadn't had that happen to me in forever, and I went and got a bag of spicy Cajun crawl taters because the hotter, hotter than hot Zaps evidently haven't really made their way back to the stores. Thank you, Corona. So I open it up, take a bite, and realize there's no season on these. They're regular Zaps. And so <laughs> you couldn't just look down and see there's no like, season. Who fucking inspects a chip when you're pulling it fresh out of the bag? You look at the chip. I don't. Well, you're gonna. S- I know look chip eat all the time. Well, you know look the first one thought something was fishy, and then you just didn't pull out the next chip. Like if you're on your first chip, there's gonna be another one well, in the bag. You just in, look in, at it. In complete transparency, there's probably two chips in my hand that went in my mouth at the same time. So it was probably my third chip that I really noticed. Oh. This. Point is, you had a chip to look at, and you're like, I'm going, <laughs> you're going to be, hey, you're on chip 57. Something tastes weird. There's something different. They're just looking down and seeing there's no season on the chip. Anyway. So, anyway, I take a picture of the bag and the chip and say, hey, Zaps, looks like somebody's sleeping on a job. These spicy Cajun crawl taters ain't got no spice. And put it out on the Twitter webs, tagged uh, Zaps on them. Big Karen move. Big Karen energy. <laughs> So, Zaps, evidently owned by Utz now, fucking assholes, sold out. Oh, an, an Utz uh, crab boil chip, Chesapeake crab whatever flavor. No, right. that's, and, a, that's a good recommendation by me. Check it out. So, anyway, you like Miss Vicky's. So, anyway. um, I have never, never met someone who doesn't like Miss Vicky's. <laughs> I'm glad Walmart started selling the big bags for fucking 10 years. You could only get the small bags in the, you know, in the, uh, in the sandwich shops. Shout out to Jersey Mike's sponsors. So, anyway, they send me back. Oh, I'm so sorry about this. Send, the, send us a bunch of shit. So, I sent them a bunch of shit. And then I didn't hear anything from them. So, I don't know if they're scamming me with that my mailing address. I have I checked my mail this morning. Didn't have any coupons. You 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 live in a weird area though. Like I'm, I'd be surprised. I'm always surprised that you get mail and stuff <laughs> dropped up in your house. Like your house doesn't show up on GPS. I don't expect fucking zaps who can't even put spice on a chip to be able to navigate to your house. That's why they send people like Dirk to do the job. Exactly. Every now and then they fuck up, and I have to deliver a package that Dirk left at my house for somebody else. But I will tell you, it was pretty good. Then as soon as I do that and they see I have some interaction with Zaps, here comes fucking the nose, follower that he is, the fucking uh, rival that evidently I didn't ever know I had, goes into a Panera Bread, gets a tuna meat sandwich. Gross. Gross <laughs> and gross. I'll, I'll burn on this later. Keep going. So he, uh, he goes and gets and he, he opens a sandwich and allegedly... Didn't have any tuna in it. It was just like lettuce, cheese, and bread or something like that. And so he takes a picture of his deconstructed sandwich and tags Panera. Now, he collected on his reward, which was a free sandwich. So score one for Joe because he paid for a sandwich and got some chips and a drink with it and then turned around 
and didn't have any meat on his sandwich or basically didn't buy a sandwich. So he bought bread, cheese, and and lettuce or whatever it was. And then actually got a free sandwich. So basically Joe got free bread, lettuce, and cheese with chips. Yeah. Shout and, out Joe. And had to go hungry for until his next meal. So who's really winning here? He's going to have to come back in the door. So, yeah, Panera Bread, I've, I've, I've only been in like one or two. It's the only place I'll walk into and not want anything on the menu at all. I don't want any of this stuff. It's all it's all like fucking stinky tuna like Joe got or like some fucking two slices of turkey breast and an apple. Like, I don't like anything about Panera. And the fact that Joe ordered a fucking tuna stinky sandwich can't fucking stand it. That and chicken salad can suck my dick. Are you, You're not a tuna sandwich guy, are you? You're a meatball sub guy, though. <laughs> I am a meatball sub guy, but I'm not a tuna sandwich guy. So gross. Chicken salad guy. No, I'm out. Buffalo chicken is probably more of my wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and also uh, we can't mention Twitter DMs and, and the badness of that or the, you know, bad communication. If we're saying this, we have to say, hey, the fuck happened with uh, Proasso? Still Pro- nothing. They've yeah, been promising us a fucking yeah. gift bag for years. I might have to go to Manscaped, Proasso. We're we're fucking out here. All right. I'll have to. I'll hit them up next time I shave. You should. All right. So thank you for joining us on the Talk Small Podcast. Now that I'm ending this right, check out J Bones Podcast. We may ever be on there. I I do mean to hit you up, J Bones. So I will try to do that this weekend. And uh, Al, thanks for hosting me. Hopefully uh, everything goes well with your test tomorrow, buddy. Energization. And, Line uh, one. Are you Let's get, go. Are you getting antibodies or just the test? Uh, I don't know if I'm getting the test. Uh, I thought you were talking about I'm, heard, I'm energizing a line oh, tomorrow no, no, for I work. Heard, I heard you're getting a test, bro. I heard you going all, uh, all pompous up there taking a test from the people that are sick. Well, I'm... Uh, I'm Leo, Leo's having some sort of procedure, so he's got to get tested for coronavirus before they can ha- have the do the scope on him. I'm not sure if I'm getting the test or not. They're like only allowing one person to go in with the patient, so I may not be able to go in. And I'm not sure they are, you know, I'm not sure if the plus one or whatever gets tested, but he's he needs okay. to get tested. Right. So. Well, if you get if you get I'm, tested, it's not a Dan, don't, it's don't not let a, me know. It's not a Dan situation. It's not where like where I make a million dollars and they need me to get back to work and be productive in the office, so they're going to shell out the money for an antibody test. No, it's not that thing. We're having a medical procedure done. Regular people talking small podcast. Enjoy it. Yes. It's been a while. Thanks for staying with us.